Welcome back, my fellow beautiful human being animals to Better Health and World. Thanks for sitting at the table with us to consume everything that speaks to maximizing the human experience. Life, good food and behavior, culture, comedy, the mind, whatever we want. I'm Matt Crocomo, a credentialed writer and health student, joined as usual by fellow health enthusiasts and my Better Fightcast co-hosts, Joe Newbauer is at Joe Knows MMA, Sean Newbauer at MMA underscore Insomniac, and Gabrielle Shirley at Gabby underscore T. Check out the Better Fightcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. Find Better Health and World on SoundCloud or Podcast Addict, and soon, God willing, be I'll be back on iTunes. Follow all the shows at Better Hall. That's at Better H A W. Today, we could get into some healthy eating and living amidst the busy and inherently unhealthy lifestyles we're all prone to. Some health news, social commentary inspired, social commentary inspired by a jerk on the highway, and hopefully even some movie talk. First, how we living, everybody? I'm living pretty good. Good. The vegetables, I really feel it. Yeah, it's nice. Adding vegetables to my diet, making oh, sure I get some form of vegetables green. in every day. You know, it's taking slow steps sometimes, but I feel a lot better. I haven't been nice. complaining about stuff I used to. Like, I don't feel as tired. Yeah. Don't feel sluggish, lethargic. Don't mm-hmm. feel like the mild depression from all the, the bad food, just kind of sitting like a rock yeah. in the middle, taking up taking up space. Mm-hmm. We were having the discussion last night about cheeseburgers versus turkey burgers. I yeah. think we have this discussion all the time. But we, um, I said, you know, <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I just, I've really been a, just eating turkey burgers. I just feel like they're just, I don't know how much better they really Since are. Since she for started you, dating but... me, she's had more turkey burgers than regular cheeseburgers. Like, I, nice. I have substituted ground beef with turkey meat with everything. I've done that yeah. a long time ago. It's good. It's good. It's good to limit how much, like, red meat because it can really take a toll. Yeah. It can take a toll. That and ground beef is so greasy. Yeah. Well, that's why we were saying is that just that like it's, I feel like I've actually been enjoying turkey burgers more because I just think they taste so good and then you don't yeah. feel horrible afterwards. Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. yeah. You add that to it, it tastes more like meat. And then if you have all the fixings like a burger, like you actually do like the, you know, you, you saute some onions, some mushrooms and some nice coconut oil with some salt mm-hmm. and pepper maybe. And then, you know, you can put one piece of cheese on it and do all the fixings, you know, like the lettuce, tomato, the yeah. onion. And if you just use like it's a flatbread or something, yeah. you don't use as big of a I use a I use roll. a romaine leaf personally, but yeah. yeah. We- <laughs> it still would be good. You can still put all that stuff in I a do. romaine leaf. I do. Yeah. It's still good. I mean, I I eat them all the time, and I just lately I've been eating cheeseburger. I've just been noticing more and more. I guess the less harsh. I eat uh, them, Gabby's refined her palate. She's Yay! adapted her palate. Yes, <laughs> small permanent changes. That's what it is. That's how you do. Yeah, I know. How, I know. How, I know how you feel. Like if I eat the food that I'm not used to eating, that I used to eat all the time, I'm just like. Ugh. I did have a, a cheeseburger much. the other day because I and I regretted it immediately. Like I was eating so good mm. all day long, mm. and then we went to my mom was like, let's go to Ann's to get the kids some ice cream. And so they got ice cream. Mom's like, you want anything? And I can. It's so hard for me to turn down I know. food when it's someone's hard. like, you want a cheeseburger? I'm like, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> like it's so hard to say no. So I was like, sure. And mm. it was only a little teeny tiny one. It wasn't that big, but oh, I just good. I got like a bad headache. Like it just. Oh wow. I could, I could tell the difference. Like wow. I I felt so good all day. Like really. I just feel like that honestly right energy. now because I actually ate turkey burgers last night. Mm-hmm. And of course, we have family dinner every and we ate good and you yeah. slept good last night too. And then when you have yeah, the sleep is more important than anything. Dinner. And then when you have family dinner every week, the thing is, I know what I'm eating one week because I make the dinner. Mm-hmm. But there's two other weeks I have no idea what I'm walking yeah. into. To be beholden to so, other people, and you gotta, and it's hard to be like, hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure <Can> you, healthy. <laughs> you mean just some of this, you know? 
You could, it'd be for you cook this in coconut oil for me? Of course, I get there, and it is a beautiful day out in Baltimore. I'll just bring my own today. food. You yeah. can heat it and in the microwave. when I get there, I realize my little brother, it was his turn to host, and he's making cheeseburgers with real ground beef. Yeah. So I got to put my turkey burger versus cheeseburger to the test tonight. Yeah. Let me tell you what, I ate two turkey burgers last night. That's all I had for dinner. Yeah. I used flatbread. They're only... You know, they're 100 calories. It's still not the best for you, it's but a lot, yeah, it's a great it's a alternative. Yeah. 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 It's not even one piece of bread almost. I mean. It's an improvement. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had, you know, some sauteed onions and mushrooms, one you piece of cheese. You get some whole wheat flatbread, too. That would be better. Yeah, we do. We get a, nice. a wheat And some flatbread. barbecue yeah. sauce. And I'll tell you what, my turkey burger last night tasted delicious. Today, it was just a regular cheeseburger. Had cheese, had one piece of bacon on it, and it was on an actual hamburger roll. You know, like all that bread. Mm-hmm. I ate that, and it was good. It was very, yeah. very good. My yeah, brother delicious makes a meat still. burger. It's still delicious. Very still juicy. delicious. Huh? He has. He knows the secret. Mm-hmm. That you don't kill the burger by pressing it down to make it cook faster. He doesn't smash it at all. He just lets the burger uh, sit and he flips it. That is it. Right. And it keeps all those juices. A very, very good burger. But it felt like I had a puddle of grease yeah. in my stomach, and I didn't like the way it made <laughs> me feel. Right. Two turkey burgers last night. And you slept like a and baby. And I didn't feel... <laughs> I felt full. He just fell asleep right on the floor. Yeah. Even though it's lean meat. But I felt <laughs> full, but I didn't feel that nasty... Yeah. Like, the, I ate too much. The rock. Yeah. yeah the rock I lodged bad. within... Where tonight yeah. I had one cheeseburger. And I had a little bit of pasta salad and... I mean, potato salad and macaroni salad. And... It's a lot of carbs. I'll tell you That'll what. That'll make you feel like a rock. I didn't not, have to, not but I watched rock, everybody else rock. in that house that ate it. They were all running to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I didn't no need shame to. In my game. <laughs> everybody was. They were all just darting towards that bathroom. Like it was, yeah, it was like it was like an emergency, and I'm just like, wow. You know what? And I, and I, I just need all... that mental note right there. You know what? I told my little brother. I said, John, if we had turkey burgers, we wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> your your family's eating the 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 slow cooked ground beef and crisscrossing like they're ER surgeons. <laughs> But uh, we have actually been eating better lately. A lot I feel better. Like. The, the thing I have about the greasy food now is you have to like, definitely as you get older, you have to stare at that plate of food and you have to really make that decision. Is this going to be worth it? Because mm-hmm. it just, it, t- t- even tonight, like I have, I was so energetic all day. Mm-hmm. And then when I ate that meal, I'm not going to lie, even though it's podcast night, I'm so amped up for them. It made me kind of tired and a little bit out of it. Yeah. Like, I don't feel the same as I have for the rest of the week. Well, I mean, it's good to allow yourself, like, a weekly cheat meal for this very reason. For mm-hmm. events, going out and meeting people. We don't want to be the one in the restaurant and be like, hey, <laughs> hey, can, uh, do you guys use margarine or butter? Like, you know, <laughs> you just, oh, I get people all ask for that at work. And I'm like, you don't want to be I eating. I don't we, know. It's margarine. It's margarine. It's okay. half and half. It's 50%. <laughs> it's 50%. It's 50% it margarine, everybody. 50% butter. Yeah. <laughs> Deep, dark, dirty secret. Nobody can know. Nobody I mean, wait, we don't have that. Raspberry, what? We can't I don't understand it. what these words mean next week. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking How about. How can we make butter what's, worse? What's a, what's a raspberry? <laughs> what's a raspberry? Um, so I've been I've been eating pretty good. I've been eating pretty good. Um, this week, I the the saga of the weekly visit to my mother's and trying to turn turn down. 
freshly baked sweets or any kind of sweets. Um, last the the previous week was a minor success because I had like two cookies and maybe three Hershey Kisses the whole time, and that's the only sweets I've had the whole week. And this time it was <clears throat> like three cookies and several fun size candy <laughs> we won't bars. Say several fun size candy bars and it's funny because i actually went off and ran about how unsatisfying fun size candy bars were last week you weren't you missed it oh, uh you can, it. you can find it you can find it it's out there everybody go get it you can hear me complain about how unsatisfying they are and i still i try to get satisfied by them and they didn't satisfy me but since since that day uh i've been on point and that one, that one slip up, that one night, like it really, if you are staying away from refined sugar and sweets like that and trying to be very careful about the, the kinds of carbs that you are taking in and all that stuff and your quantities and watching your macros and everything, if you would just have one night, like that's really all it takes to undo all the work you've done. And I've done that many times. And, uh, well, I'll be in my mom in two days, so <laughs> do you guys know how it goes? I don't think I don't, I don't think I'm gonna fold this time. I don't think I'm gonna have one cookie. I don't care. I don't care what she puts in my face. <laughs> and like the one time where I was, you know, the, the the two weeks ago time when I went in, she's like, Oh, you gotta try these. I got a new recipe and it's a uh, <laughs> Okay. I'm like biting into it, thinking like I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> but it's all good. I don't really hate her. Otherwise I wouldn't get her every week. Um but since then, since since that day where I ate all that candy and gained like three pounds, I've lost <laughs> three or four or five pounds or something like nice. that. So that's pretty sweet, yeah. And uh, I took my, I've taken my knowledge of my personal trainer curriculum, which I am deeply embroiled in. At as we talk, I've gone way back in the last, like ever since uh, after my son's party and after cleaning my house and after, you know, focusing on the podcasting and stuff. I finally dove back in like I was in the classes again, almost, pretty much. And uh, all the knowledge is still kind of up there, even though I sort of wasn't looking at it too closely immediately, you know, the month after I failed the exam. I didn't mean to let so much time go by, but I just, there's so much, God, there's so much going on to life. You got to strike that balance. And I was still kind of keeping up with a little bit to not, like, lose it like it's a foreign language because there's so much and it was all in there. And now as I'm going over the material and it's coming back because it already is in there, it's it's a very good feeling. I feel very uh, very confident, very good about that. And I designed a program for myself, and I will start that tomorrow. I um, have already been, you know, I already do a lot of those kinds of exercises and movements, and I consider our job exercise, and I treat it like exercise. So, bless you. Bless you. I tell you what, when I eat healthy and I go to work, mm. and if I work a whole day and I actually just do the job all day, like I, my body breaks down. Yeah. Like I, I go home, I, I just I don't want to work out because I just mentally and physically it breaks me down. I have I have I, I weigh that against the program that I've designed. Like if like the 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 one recent trainer that I went to designed an excellent program for me, but it is very intense right out of the gate if you're not used to a regimented thing and also if it doesn't take into account how the, how the rest of your life affects what you got going on biologically you know not to mention physically you know mentally and emotionally of course um so i've i've designed it to be to not burn myself out and mm -hmm. i think that's a big problem with a lot of people they burn themselves out like i tried yeah. following her 
thing to the letter of the T, and I couldn't finish the, the first day, and my arms were feeling it for a couple of days, mm-hmm. and I can't live life like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like I'm not going to make it back if I can just try to, if I well, try to keep to up with what he's prescribing. you get to a certain level, too, of working out, and it becomes a, like, in order to stay in that shape, working out, it becomes a serious commitment. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to really dedicate yourself to that time almost daily, at least every other day. Yeah. You know, it's, and, and, I mean, it's certainly worth it, and it's very possible for every single person to do. You just have to plan. You just have to make sure you manage your time efficiently, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be all at once. Like you, you can break it up throughout the day. I will probably be breaking my cardio. I mean, I do a little cardio to lead in and lead out of the main resistance workouts, but the where you know also I'll probably do separate cardio. You know, a half hour or so at a different point in that day, and I will probably try and. You know, nearly, I guess every other day, every day, I'll see, you know, see how my body feels. Um, Like I said, our work is a lot of it. Like, I've been reading a lot of the exercises, you know, of course, and a lot of the movements. Like, "Ah, I do that, I do that, I do that, I do that, I do that all day, every day. Transverse plane movements where you're basically spiraling like a pirouette. Like, I I do those all the time. I'm trying to be efficient with my movement. I'm trying to fly from one side of that restaurant to the other as quick mm-hmm. as I can. I duck and I weave over and under people. I, 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 can't, I can't hold still and I don't hold still. And as I go through my day working there and we're lifting a wide variety of objects of different weights mm-hmm. on different shaped trays and in different other oh, yeah. devices. And I make sure to alternate, I make sure to balance the muscles that I use, make sure I use both sides, make sure I don't, I'm not holding my arm in a certain position, especially if I've got a big, you know, tray of whatever under it, like you don't want to be holding it. If you can't set it down or whatever, put it in the other arm, figure something out. That's something that I've been very conscious of because way back when I had uh, orthopedic issues and or nerve issues with my right elbow, I landed on it on ice about 12, 13, 14 years ago, and I've landed on it in the restaurant two times since then. And I was, I had to make sure I didn't sleep on my side for the, like, I got, I, I just, that was just how I lived. I didn't sleep on my side. And eventually, um, over time, the last like two years, maybe, I've been really focusing on pushing them as much as I can and balancing mm-hmm. both arms and everything. I got it in my other arm too because my former roommate's, uh, gigantic pit bull very friendly dog but it was like roughhousing by accident and knocked into me and jammed my thumb so then i had both elbows busted i'm like you kidding me right now like that's like when i was you know i was just starting to think about being a trainer i'm like i don't know how this is gonna work when we speak of changing patterns and habits you just brought up like you couldn't sleep on your side and me i know when i sleep i move around a lot i go from side to side to my back to the front like i move around just yeah. All different directions. and um, I move around as I'm falling asleep, but I always, almost always fall asleep yeah. on my back. If I do fall asleep on my side, it is not the end of the world. It used to ruin, yeah. it, it didn't used to ruin, it used to complicate my day the next day if I would sleep on my side because my arm would be busted and I would just have to plan, especially in our line of work. Changing routines and patterns, that's a big thing I've been trying to change, especially in the eating. I mean, I, can, I think I've had like four meals that I wasn't so proud of this week. Which mm-hmm. is better. That's still a lot yeah. better than what I was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the four meals, I got to say one of them, I'm kind of scared to go out and eat now. I'm not going <laughs> to mention the place I went to, but I went to a breakfast joint and like 
Uh, it did something to my stomach. I mean, and wherever you're going me... to a place like that, your best bet, even though it's still not going to be perfect, is to focus on the protein and vegetables because every place is going to have some kind of thing like that. Well, I got with some eggs. Fruit. Yeah. Yeah. And hash browns. That was it. That was my meal. It was like an agent house brown. It was probably the at least it was sauce. small. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, the sauce could have been bad. I mean, keep it was like, it, it was like it an small, eggs benedict. That's try not to go. You know, yeah. to, to decide how nuts you want to go on that one cheat meal because an eggs a cheat meal and hash browns. If you if you throw a, you know, I think I think it was I can't remember. I heard this from someone else. It might have been like Vinny Tortorich said. You know, if your cheat meal includes a six pack of beer, then you're beyond a meal. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a meal. <laughs> Half of that could be a meal, and that that could really could wreck you. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm feeling good. Oh, man, he said something that I yeah, but now, inspired another tangent. With that, it, now yeah. it's a good thing because now I'm kind of scared to eat out because I felt like I got sick from eating out. Yeah. And already me- mentally, I'm Oh, like, eggs. Man. You mentioned the eggs there. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, and this is why good to it's why good to not try to be too uptight about the weekly public cheat meal because it's just impossible. Everybody wants to make money. They have to. I mean, profit margins are so small in all these businesses, so they do anything they can to, and they're supposed to be improving, increasing their profits as every day before the previous. So they got to do whatever they can. So they'll add stuff like cornstarch or some something of that nature to the eggs to, to make them bigger, to make them more eggs, to stretch their money more. So yeah, it's hard. It is hard to eat out. You're talking about margin and everything. It's, I mean, that's how every business has to operate to be competitive. Unfortunately, in the environment that we are living in, there are a couple of uh, to find a place that really cooks everything clean and pure and where you can trust is very. It's still pretty niche right now as far as going out to a place to eat with people as far as restaurants go. It's a lot easier to do that with grocery stores and farmers markets, I guess, and all kinds of stuff like that. So it is a growing thing, but as far as that out experience, it's impossible to make money without it being bad Mm -hmm. for you. It's rough. rough. That's why it's best to just try to limit what you go to those places and especially Mm -hmm. try to limit the bread. Yeah, we've been trying to buy more produce and healthier foods for around the house so that we don't go out to eat as much. Yeah. And I've been really trying to commit to, because our problem was we would buy it and then we would just like be too lazy to cook it, yeah. and then we would just it would just go bad. We would eat. Don't get me wrong, but I don't like throwing food away. Yeah. Well, so what we've you... been trying to just utilize it more. I actually used up a lot of our vegetables today. And, That's cool. Um, I made these breakfast muffins. I think I've talked about them before. But yeah. I, like changed up the recipe. Joe's a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that today. I was like, you hated them before. He's like, you did, and I'm like, you. <laughs> Hated them, <laughs> but um. Most healthy food you eat, though, you're not in love with it. Mm, if you, I mean, it can it can be delicious. It can depends. be, but every time, I mean, it takes time to make it really good. Like you have to take your time, and you can't just go and steam some broccoli real quick because you're in a rush. Well, what you got to do is yes, you got to be a, you got to have to cook it as little as possible, mm-hmm. like as, as as less frequently as possible. Mm-hmm. So, I just did this yesterday. I had food that needed mm. to be cooked and I actually didn't have any grass-fed butter because I forgot to get it. It was one of the one of the big four items I forgot on my last grocery trip because I went with no sh- no list unfortunately this time. So, I used my big I dug into the big tub of coconut oil, which I haven't you know, roasted anything in the oven and with that in a, in a minute. Uh, but threw down the, you know, line, line the Pyrex pans, 
lay down the organic chicken. And this time I took the Italian seasoning and I just I went I went buck wild on it and gave it like a crust. It's nice. You got to mix it up. You got to mm-hmm. mix it up, especially chicken. I mean, chicken, ground turkey, these kind of things are the good, the good, safe things. Whatever crazy diet you're doing, whether you're trying to follow a traditional diet or one of these other alternative things, you can't go wrong with eating good chicken. Uh, but you got to go. It gets boring. Um, the the Italian seasoning crust is good. The coconut oil is a good change of pace too. Cooking with the with the two different things because it, mm-hmm. it is a very different experience. It is uh, richer, maybe I don't I don't know, maybe even a little sweeter than the grass fed butter. It's hard to say. Salt, pepper, throw down all. I think I think next was all the broccoli. Throw down the layer of broccoli, and I just I just I, I rinse it under the stick and I just rip it apart. That way I don't have to deal with a plate or a knife. You got to streamline it. You got to streamline everything. I'm trying to bang it out. I got three Pyrex pans because I don't want to have to cook again for another week. And I'm gonna put it in another in a big like Pyrex storage thing in my fridge and dole it out throughout the week and do different stuff. I'll, I'll pull the chicken out and wrap it up in the romaine lettuce wraps take it with me or whatever else I might make my sandwiches with. Um, I'll stuff them in green peppers. That's cool. You cut out the top of a pepper, jam everything that you want in there. It's nice. It's it's different. It's different. It's cool. And you can, that thing, that is a substantial thing. You take a solid green pepper, preferably organic, stuffed with, you know, the nice meat and veggies that you roasted. Uh, Maybe squirt some mustard, throw some cheese. I like like blue cheese and gorgonzola. I'm a big fan. Those go on a lot of stuff that I eat. I like those cheeses, too. I know a lot of people don't. They're funny about them. them. Get some good mustard. I I think they're good. It's a love or hate relationship. Yeah, usually. I think melted blue cheese on, like, a burger or steak is very good. It's Mm. very delicious. Then you get some crispy onions on it. It's heavenly. It's heavenly. (laughs) So so just ripped up up the broccoli, the whole package, threw it down there. Save the stalks for uh, veggie shakes, veggie smoothies for another time. Um, grape tomatoes, which I just, as I'm pulling them out of the thing, I just take a fork and I just, you know, skewer them and rip them open. No, even need to cut them in half. Can, as long as it's ripped open. When I, th- I think actually I save those for last. Am I missing anything? Mushrooms, bunch of mushrooms. I love mushrooms. Yeah, and it's different time. I throw down different seasonings on the different things, and I'll throw down different seasonings on different swaths of different things because mm-hmm. you don't want just all this food to be the exact same. Even though cooking at the same time, it can be different. I use some Old Bay. Uh, I use some of that guacamole. What's supposed to be guacamole mix, I just use it as straight-up seasoning. It's awesome. So broccoli, mushrooms, the grape tomatoes, and I bought a little tub of minced onions the last time I went grocery shopping. I used to just buy whole onions, but I don't even feel like taking the time to cut them. So I buy the <laughs> minced onions, and as long as I use them quick, like such as this case where I'm filling three Pyrex pans with food, I can use a bunch of them. And I might use some of them in some of these other wraps or sandwiches that mm-hmm. I'm going to make at another point. And you can also, when you're doling out that food later, and then it's just reheating in the microwave. It's not like it's being cooked in the microwave. It's not exactly the same as it coming from the oven, but it's a nice compromise between the two. And it's a good way to keep healthy eating easy and quick and tasty. And I would like to get into making sauces. I'll buy some sauces. Newman's own makes some good sauces. Uh, very low sugar. You can get some spaghetti sauces. It's like six grams of sugar serving. Very, that's about, about as low as it gets. And that's that's worth it for me uh some vodka sauces uh some alfredo sauces um i drink out of these jars all the time this one doesn't have the label on it anyway i drink out of glass because i don't like to eat the, the, the plastic leaching into my water um i've talked about that before so yeah i guess that was everything 350 degrees for about 26 minutes just 
pretty much ignore it to other stuff on my day. So it is still kind of time consuming to do that, but it, it's not that bad and it saves you a lot of time in the future. I highly yeah. recommend this to people. That's what I'm trying to get better at. That's why I made my I committed to making my muffins today because I had bought that. I went on grocery shopping Monday, I think, and Joe said I bought way too much. <laughs> he was like, "We're not gonna use that," but yeah. we actually used most of it, I think, because I I was uh, I just decided, you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead. And just you can always my freeze some of it too. Yeah, like, true. You, you can freeze well, some the of mushrooms it. and onions. We've pretty much killed. Yeah, because I. It's just all the greens. We haven't touched the asparagus of yet. Course. We haven't really touched the broccoli. Of course. And that's what I'm worried about. Well, tomorrow. Nutribull at all of it. Well, not the asparagus. No Nutribull at asparagus. No asparagus that is not good. Foul. I actually do oh throw my God. a couple stalks of oh. broccoli. In my neutral, oh, I do I'll broccoli like in it all the time. Spinach, I'll especially, throw like three pieces in there, especially or something. the because you can't eat the the stalk of the broccoli. You typically don't eat that with food. You usually eat the crown. So the stalk is great for the Nutribullet. I do yeah. all the time. I do ginger berries, the mix, the spring mix, which is you know different remains and arugulas. Okay. Now and berries. What do you think about using frozen? Because I've actually have frozen right now because well, you could just buy them fresh and freeze them yourself. Just put them in a ziploc. But there's nothing wrong with frozen fruit. Uh, it's better to get the fresh and put it in the freezer. To do it yourself. I put put it in the... No, no. But if you buy it frozen, then it's going to have some kind of reservative or something. So that way, next time, if I buy a whole thing of strawberries, I can leave a little bit out, but I can start freezing it. That's what I do. I buy it and freeze it. That's a good idea. Yeah, Yeah, because that's what we we bought. All right, I got to take one second. I don't mean to be rude. But I have to call that. Oh, he's back alive. Okay, never Sweet. mind. Go ahead. Continue on. <laughs> Sweet. Well, um, MMA narcoleptic. He's going to rebrand too. <laughs> we, uh, what was I saying? Oh, we, the reason we bought the frozen fruit was because we just constantly would buy fruit. It would just go bad. It just Every yeah. time we'd buy some strawberries. You got to make sure, you got to be real bad. with yourself. You gotta that's be, why we bought the frozen. You got to be honest with yourself. Yeah, that's you why we I might use that. That'd be a good idea. Like, I'll cook yeah. that, sure. I'm like, oh, and I, I really use genuinely want to get in a better habit of doing more uh, Nutribullet every day. Yeah. I generally do because I feel like that way is to the, be. the healthiest way. You just you put them in there. You just jam yes. the vegetables down. It's so easy. And the little ginger and little berries cuts through the flavor. I also add egg whites and cold-pressed olive oil to mine. Uh, you might not want the, col- the olive oil, depending on how much other protein. You might not want the egg whites either. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, because I feel like I still need enough protein. I just really yeah. need to. Force yeah, you don't myself. want to eat too much protein because then it that turns yeah. that makes Substitute a Nutribullet as one of your meals during the day. That's a really good thing. I or think. eating it with a meal. If I'm yeah. eating something very small anyway, there's no reason I can't drink a Nutribullet with it. Mm. Get them veggies in there. Yeah. It's good. But I. Yeah, our my muffins. I've. Really improved with Joe. Actually, really liked them this time. I uh, <laughs> put in some diced up onions, uh, some uh, sautéed mushrooms that I diced up. I threw some of those in there. I did a little bit of uh, garlic, just a teeny bit of garlic seasoning, which really added a lot of flavor to it, and just a little bit of cheese. And it's just that and eggs. Nice. And teeny teeny bits of ham. I put a little but bit. But you just have three power foods. But I put actually four. I think garlic's a power food also, I right? Believe so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, um, or it's at least a. Or at least it's it's one of the few, like, zero-sum foods where you can eat as much of it as you want, and it's not going to give you any yeah. negative benefit. Negative I effect. recommend it to her Other adding some spinach spray. and making it just a true power food. Like, yeah. going to taste it good. This yeah. time it's nice. got like well, mushroom, onion, nice. spinach. I mean, it's nice. good. Yeah, you're doing better. You can stay. Yay! <laughs> and I didn't even follow. Like, or he can. I didn't even measure out anything. I'm really like a, I've always been really bad with like I measure out everything and I like I 
put the glass up to my eye, like, ooh, no, perfectly. But no, I was just, I was just, I was feeling it today. Nice. I was just like mm-hmm. throwing stuff yeah. in. I even made him an omelet. I woke him up with an omelet and a cup of coffee. He's Look, like, what do you want? One thing I'm about cooking. <laughs> what do you want? You're going to pump me. You got, <laughs> like, so, you got a bucket of water you, set up over the door. One thing I know about cooking, there is a million different ways to make everything. And you know what? Whatever you think will be good, just do it. Because more than likely, it's going to end up at least That's what I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get better at just cooking. Just, I'm like, oh, this, I like mushrooms. Well, so the only way you're going to learn the that in my little cooking, egg like what to do and what not to do, the only way you're going to learn is by keep doing it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, my omelet wasn't bad, right? No, the omelet was actually very good. Yay. I woke, up, <laughs> I woke up this morning to an omelet made on the table. That's awesome. Some coffee brewed. It was a good morning. That's nice. Really, it's been a good day. I can't complain. I cannot complain. He's very worried about what's going to happen the rest of the day. <laughs> It's awesome. like what? Setting what? Up, where are you taking you me? Up. Do we need to yeah, go I somewhere? Yeah, I seriously thought I was going to lunch somewhere, or doing something, or dropping <laughs> stuff off, or picking it up. I don't know. I didn't know. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, I I had a good day. I got a lot accomplished, and part of the reason I got a lot accomplished is because I've been writing lists to-do lists a lot more often. They say that's a big part is actually you Got write everything down where you can list. look at it. And one one thing that really stood out to me, I heard this on Joey Diaz's podcast, The Church of What's Happening. Um, great podcast. I don't listen to it all the all the time. I probably, every week or two, if I haven't listened to it, I'm like, man, I, 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 I really need some Joey Diaz in my life. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a nice nice to check out. Whenever I... Th- Shout out any any podcaster or anybody. Just want to put a little disclaimer in there. I don't necessarily agree with every single thing they say. I usually disagree with at least something every single one of these guys say. Even my favorites like Corolla. Uh, Joe Diaz is an interesting backstory. Great comedian. You know we know all about him. He's friends with Joe Rogan and everything. Uh, He's he's one of the he's one of the best. And he's he's got he's got a great late right. He broke in later. Yeah, because he was he was a like a criminal, a felon, uh-huh. and all this stuff. He and he was, has that, he, he has was, that mobster, like, Yeah, he looks like he's too. like, oh, dog. He talks, he talks like this, oh, Joe Rogan. He's one of the, he's awesome. And he, but he, he talked about you do the list the night before. If you try to do the list during the day, you're just going to be caught up doing stuff and trying to plan stuff while you're doing stuff, and you're not going to maximize your time. So you really, it's really a lot better if just night before, I mean, it all takes just right before bed if you want, or I'll do it throughout the day. I'll think of stuff. And I always, my new notebook now, I used to, I used to always look for different kinds of notebooks to carry with me because I always want to be able to write and have the ability to capture my thoughts or to-do lists or whatever, anywhere I am. And I'm not going to take the time to put an electronic thing. And we're not supposed to be doing that when we're on the clock anyway. yeah. Yeah. So I can't. So I just I take two sheets of computer paper and fold them in half and then fold them in half again and I just I have I have that in my pocket all the time and I burn through it pretty quickly and it's very satisfying. I'm like ah I, can, I did all this stuff I got all the you know it, it's either satisfying because I've either captured a lot of ideas and things that I wanted to talk about or write about or you know whatever project it might be for. Or it's got a to-do list on it, and I see that I've done everything on the list, and that's always nice, too. Or the stuff that hasn't been done was not as important as the other stuff. So I highly highly recommend list-making people. you got you got to get into it. It's the best. It's awesome. It really makes you prioritize, mm-hmm. and it just – it's. I also recommend having folded up paper in your pocket and a pen because it's just so easy. It's mm-hmm. so easy, and it's so quick. You don't need to worry about it. I do, like, the same <clears throat> thing. What I do is I take receipt paper. That's a good call. small handwriting. Yeah. And I just kind of like when I'm definitely if I'm working a long day, mm. and I, I have all these thoughts, I'm not thinking of anything. I write on the server thinking, pads. Yeah, I have 
Yeah, I got so that. I that's what I, I wrote. I wrote the list thing on a server pad paper. That's what, I, that's what we're looking at right here. <laughs> I've really, I've really been starting this new habit. You can ask Gabby over here. I've been kind of writing everything down. I'm nice. Constantly walking. Nice. Yeah. When I'm home, I'm constantly looking. When I, I find feel like something I've recently new, I want to talk the about. Too. I just keep. Yeah, yeah, I, I just keep writing the it down. The ideas can go to so many different applications. I'm like, I just, and I or feel like, multiple ones, too. And I feel like with their you know, sister programming, the Better Fight Cast, mm-hmm. I really genuinely feel like the flow of it's going a lot better as a result of it. Yeah. I'm not scattered and all over the place. Mm-hmm. I just feel more prepared. Yeah. And when that happens, you know, that's... And I'm now starting to try to translate that in life. Yeah, that's you a plan, big thing plan I on start the fly doing. and make it automatic so you yeah. don't even think about it so that your mental space is freed up to... Work on other things, continue making progress in other areas. Mm-hmm. So I, I've really become a big fan of writing everything down. I just it's awesome. It's awesome. I've always heard that making lists, like to do lists, is good for stress too. I've actually had to do that for myself because I really oh, stress yeah. out because I because you keep thinking about the stuff you need to do. Yeah, it's on I paper, think you you see it all and you can really say like I'll do this, 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 and I've definitely done that because I my mind's always going like a million miles a minute. I'm mm-hmm. always trying to get so much done. I'm yeah. definitely a busy body. So I, I think it was my mom recommended it to me. She's like, just make a list, you know, cause I, so I'm like, Oh, I got to do this, this, this. She's like, just write it all down. You know, that way you can, you can look at it. You know what you need to get done. Um, another, and it just really helps with stress, which is really vital for your health is to not stress out too much. Yeah. You know? Stress literally ages you. I it mean, does. Stress is good stress. I mean, that's what life is worth living for, but not too much stress. But yeah, you got you got to It's okay to be, be stressed out not knowing what's going to happen next like you're you're entering a job interview, you're yeah. whatever, you're but about you to meet to the love of your to... life, you know, like mm-hmm. you don't know what you're going to enter next, but the type of stress you put on yourself over like bills mm-hmm. or hate or any type of yeah. negativity mm-hmm. is or usually Or even the going stuff. into the job interview. I mean, yeah. it's not, it's hard, but you can still even at that point <coughs> even at that point <clears throat> You can still control your reaction at least to an extent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just breathe. It just takes breathing and perspective. You know, it takes a little, what's the worst could happen, what's the best could happen. I have always been a big fan of the Serenity Prayer. Um, I always screw up the order, but was a no. Except the things you cannot change to have the strength. You know, have the strength to change things that you can, and the wisdom mm-hmm. to know the difference. You know, accept the things you cannot change. This thing I can. I've done everything I can regarding this thing right now and the next time I can do anything regarding this is tomorrow or next week or whatnot so I can forget about it you forget about it and life is good and uh that's interesting it's interesting that putting just writing writing out the list is a stress reliever and gets 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 your mind calm because also also writing down ideas and thoughts and experiences at least for well I guess for anybody but especially mm-hmm. for you know creatively inclined types has the same reaction. It lets you kind of be at peace to a point. And, if, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as I, I've always been, pretty much always been a writer or a creative of some kind, ever since I could create anything. And if I, I've gone long stretches where I didn't do anything and didn't know what I wanted to do with any of that, 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 that kind of a, arena. Uh, I, I didn't feel good about it. And I feel much better when I am producing and getting it out there. And especially when it's something close to well pretty much everything i do is something that i'm interested in as far as that stuff goes so that's interesting that the list making as well as the the prose from the soul have the Mm -hmm. same reaction i like that i like that i think another thing um that i would stress out about too that i've kind of 
gotten better with is I actually got it from a video of this. There's this mom that always puts out viral videos of like just the truth about parenting and trying to make parents feel better about themselves because parents are always really hard on themselves yeah. about you know keeping a clean house if they're too hard on their kids and there's this video she put out most recently that was about it was like her in a bath like a bubbly bathtub with like a glass of wine and she's like my house is so dirty but i'm just gonna relax right now and she said something that was so it's so true she's like you know years from now the kids are not gonna remember how dirty or how clean the house was mm-hmm. they're gonna remember a mom that's calm that's happy yeah and that's something that's i really like you know look at like that's true like you know of course i try to keep clean house just for like just because i don't want my house to be disgusting but i don't stress out as much about cleaning because you know as long as the house is clean enough you know the kids are happy they really don't care they're not like oh my room's a mess like they don't the craziest thing is we stop stressing (laughs) out so much about it and the house has been cleaner well, I think also, too, my mom actually gave me this tip as well. She said, because I would spend, like, a whole day off, like, trying to clean the house, like, spotless. You started stabbing the kids with thumbtacks when they yeah. leave their toys on the ground. I <laughs> yeah. Really, I did that, too. It was perfect. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We read the same book. Yeah. Thumbtacks. <laughs> I had a knife. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what she said, because I, I just, I would get so tired of, like, I just spend so much, like, a whole day cleaning. And then two days later, it's, like, dirty again. I'm just, like, mm. ugh, like, stressed out about you know, get, keeping the house clean. You're like a mailman. It just never stops coming. I know. And, uh, but my mom says you need to just commit just a little bit of time. Just tell your, like, tell yourself, you just almost like working out. Like you, you tell yourself, like, I'm just, I'm going to be able to have time to do this 30 minute workout and just kind of just do it, get it done. Mm -hmm. But, um, she tells me like, you know, depending on how much time you have in the day, as far as free time, you know, spend a half hour to an hour, like say, I'm going to give myself 30 minutes to clean, whatever I get done, I get done. And then you kind of just commit yourself to like, I'm just going to do this instead of where I feel like if you're saying, okay, I'm going to clean the house today, it takes all day Mm because you're kind of just going along, trying to do other things at the same time, Mm -hmm. where if you just tell yourself, I'm going to do cleaning for this much time and then what's done is done, you don't stress out as much about it. And I feel like lately we've actually been able to keep the house cleaner because of that. You end up doing the most important stuff and you end up doing more in that half hour than you would have done if you didn't give yourself that deadline. Yeah, that deadline. Like, it doesn't stress you out either. You just you just say, you know, whatever I get done gets done, and your house is just... <laughs> say goodnight to MMA Insomniac. Insomniac. Again. I did my best to get through the fight cast. I'm getting it again and again. <laughs> <laughs> but we really have been forcing ourselves just every day. We just spend just that little bit of time. We don't want to... That's to, good. We don't want, don't want it to take balance. up our whole day. It's all so about we can, balance, yeah. Just we can get other things Insomniac fall asleep. What do you say? How do you make an insomniac fall asleep? He listens to himself on a podcast. MMA <laughs> 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 comedian. <laughs> those are some ways I've been trying to de-stress my yeah. life. Giving yourself deadlines and knowing you have that finite amount of time, it's good because it, it that when you're doing it, it does kind of give you that good stress we were talking about to an extent, but it's 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 more of just like an adrenaline. Oh, the oh, you're no oh, longer the the historian. Real, this is like Jonah's MMA just took insomniacs. I bet it's all warm because he was sl- sleeping it. He took several naps in that chair. Oh, he took several naps birth. in that chair while we were all sitting. And it's your twin, so it's your perfect. <laughs> oh, that, that chair's Ryan, your DNA match. Back to the egg he shared. <laughs> Man, if you guys were an avatar, you could ride his body or something. <laughs> something. I can't remember exactly. Um. 
that that's 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 interesting because I have a similar kind of thing with you know deadlines and limiting yourself with time now that it's been nice out i've been taking my son to more parks even before that i would take him to different places thing. like play places and bound the bounce house and everything and i've been bringing my schoolwork with me and i just it's you're there you are held hostage by the task at hand and you are forced to do mm-hmm. nothing else but what's there and i just i love being in those kind of settings because yeah. i i I can't work. I, I, there's nothing in my house to distract me because I'm not in my house. If only we we are dumb animals. If only we could make ourselves do this in our own house. It's so mm-hmm. hard. It's so mm-hmm. hard. I'm determined to get there because I want to work through my computer at some mm-hmm. point. And then, then, you know, within the next few years, hopefully, doing a variety of things. Yeah, I literally maybe. want one of the rooms of my house to be a podcast room, mm-hmm. or have my own office with a podcast studio studio in it. Yeah. That would be the dream. We need to find some old high school. Maybe, maybe they're, right they're rebuilding. Garage. They're rebuilding my my alma mater, Suburban Park. Maybe we can take one of the old band rooms. Yeah, <laughs> we can just go in with the crane. Go run out a storage unit. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we, we'll just backyard. Yeah, just put it in the backyard. It'll be fine. We'll put a tarp over it. Maybe two tarps. It'd be all right. It'd be all right. Um, so yeah, but I've been getting a lot done today. Today's Venture, it was rewriting the intros for the podcast today, and I think I even got a little studying done. I've been doing a lot of studying. It's nice. It's good. It's nice. good to get the material in there. I've been doing a lot of studying as well. It, Joe was saying this the other day that talking about me in school really is like a full time job. Just he's he's like I see you're studying all the time, and I am. I'm just constantly studying and uh, working and going to. So I'm very excited for <clears throat> the summer. I've been good because I'm yeah. the one that yells at her and says, stop. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I really emphasize it to her sometimes. I'm like, look, I don't care. Stop. You have a few hours to yourself. Whether it's, you know, she'll get like four hours. I'm like, just go sit on the couch yeah. and don't move. Yeah. Like, just do whatever you want. Watch a movie. You watch TV. Balance. Sleep. You Who cares? Do what you want right now. Because you have to have at least that little bit of time for yourself. Mm. Always, because you don't you know when out. the near when the end is near. Otherwise, you burn out. Yeah, yeah. you just gotta balance it out. You yeah, know, different chunks, different chunks. So, the, you know, you were, earlier you were talking. Gabby was talking about your your kids aren't aren't gonna remember the clean house. They're gonna remember the stressed out mom or dad. I you know I have my I have my son all the time. He's homeschooled, so I have him all the time. I even pick him up after work sometimes. I have him overnight, so I have him all the time. So I'm taking care of a lot of stuff that doesn't involve him when he's around. And if I don't pay attention, it would be very easy for me to just carry, get carried away doing this and doing that and doing this and doing that. And, you know, I'll make sure we get in his homeschooling. But otherwise, I, it, it would, you know, it, it, it could it, it's something that could be very possible. But I make sure not to do it. And I make sure even the days when I have a ton of stuff to do, I at least make sure at different points throughout the day in between different things I'm doing, you know, even if it's only like 15 or 20 minutes here and there, a couple of those at least scattered throughout the day is much better than than the alternative, of course. And he still remembers that time with me that day. And, you know, and then, and then also because I know the time is finite, then that time I, I'm like really zoned in and really focused on, you know, doing what we're doing, you know, doing what I'm supposed to do and paying attention and trying to make maximize the time and everything. And. He's like me. He's very good at self-entertaining, fortunately, too, <laughs> in myriad of ways. So, <clears throat> on my way to work today, 
it's funny cars cars are cars are funny the, the, it's a it's another interesting People are crazy way I, mean, I feel like i know where this is going hum, humanity all right so i was in the right lane because my exit was coming up for work and there was a guy merging on to the highway he uh he didn't speed up or slow down he was next to me he had about three-fourths of his car in front of me and he just wouldn't he wouldn't move he wouldn't we were we were paced and his lane was ending so I changed lanes and then sped up and got in front of him. This guy gets in the left lane, finally speeds up, and gets in front of me. <laughs> oh, we're still good. <laughs> I gestured wildly. Hold on. We got to plug back in. I can't hear what's going on. Oh, good. I can still hear. <laughs> That's fortunate. <laughs> oh, we're still rolling. B-Hall perseveres. <laughs> My wild gestures. Oh, man, I had a wild, I had a good wild gesture story. I don't have too many that come to mind, but I do have one. This was my fir the first restaurant I worked in. It was Famous Dave's in Annapolis. And the bartender, I was 20, 21, uh, a spring chicken, a young pup. And uh, the bartender was like this grown-ass dude. He's late 30s early 40s i don't know kind of nice enough guy i mean i you know i liked him but he he, he had kind of a kind of a sneering Arrogance, attitude right? yes the head bartender the day bartender he he kind of had a sneering attitude and was always kind of just like you know poking people and dissing them and stuff and uh, I was talking about going to, I had a Bob Dylan concert I was going to, and he was like, ah, oh, Bob Dylan's garbage. And I was, I started like getting all huffy and puffy and being like, what are you talking about? And like defending Bob garbage, Bob Dylan and all this. And, uh, then I'm like, well, wait, 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 who, who's your, who do you listen to? Who's your favorite artist? And he goes, oh, Prince. And oh, I was God. like, oh, Prince. <laughs> and then I gestured my arms back and I knocked, uh. I knocked a Bud Light neon off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it was my proudest moment of employment for that restaurant, probably now that I think about it. Oh, I was so happy that happened. He was so mad. He was so mad. He was like, You've got one of my neons. You've got one of my neons. <laughs> that was the best. It's not even his neon, it's the restaurant's neon. <laughs> it, was his, it, was the it was his bar, and he likes his neons, and especially since it wasn't his bar, I guess he knew that neon wasn't going to get replaced until it got donated by another beer company. And I guess, I guess they, I don't know how often that happens. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, this guy finally speeds up, gets in front of me. Why not 30 seconds ago? If you're determined to be in front of me, all you had to do was just give a little bump to the accelerator. Instead of us doing this overlapping ballroom dance with our cars on route 10. <laughs> I understand it's not always easy to be a perfectly courteous driver, especially if you're in a hurry, but this guy clearly was not. And there are tons of this guy out there. You really get a good view of the dark side of humanity when you can experience the human being animal in a circumstance where they can treat others however they wish without consequences to their actions. We directly serve the, per the public for our money. And we are in a very unique occupation. I think it's the only job where one can execute their duties 100%. And afterward, the person receiving the service we provide can just go, eh, you know what, I, uh, I don't want to pay you. Yeah. I don't want to pay you. Yeah. <laughs> 
I know I have to pay for the food, but I'd rather have another margarita and give you a tip. So, there you go. That's not this. That's another animal. One that could not only get its own podcast, we could build volumes of stories of these people. We're talking multi-volume, thousand-page tomes of selfish scumbags stories that get a drink need to be told. or they will be or an extra appetizer or to go dessert in lieu of tipping the server but these people have to meet us and look us in the eye and form some kind of a relationship with us albeit a 45 minute one before treating us in an ignorant fashion i almost respect this person more or disrespect them less than the guy in the car this per that person doesn't get to hide in the restaurant there's anonymity on the highway, to a large extent. The guy who looks you in the eye and burns you at least has the strength of his conviction. He has internalized a philosophy of selfishness. The guy in the car is lazy and selfish in a very passive-aggressive way. A coward. It's a growing phenomenon in these times we live in. Selfishness and or scumbaggery from a place of anonymity. Mainly from the internet. Anyone's crusty uncle or bratty, nasty teenage cousin can communicate to anyone they want. You can tweet Chris Pratt that he's a fat, sloppy jerk. Directly. And these kinds of communications are sent all day, every day. I mean, it's interesting that people talk about that being a growing phenomenon now because the roads have always been there and the roads are kind of the great equalizers. They're kind of the jungle out there in these civilized times where we generally don't need to worry about just randomly dying the roads are the place where you do still have to worry about that, and that transcends class and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, that that's always kind of fascinating to me how like we you can't escape we can't escape being animals <laughs> in one way or the other. Like it's you know you can't escape nature. I'm, I'm really the roads big. are kind of a force of nature too. It's it's fascinating. I don't have any type of road rage in me. I've never done anything crazy. Um, I've learned at a very young age when I was seventeen, and I was almost in an accident. And I, I, I just go by one saying, a vehicle, whether it's a car, a truck, a van, it doesn't matter, a Jeep, they are a machine. Yes. And you know what? They will kill you. <laughs> yeah. So don't do stupid things. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't speed and put myself in that type of risk. If I have somebody acting crazy around me, I just, I swallow my pride in a heartbeat and let it go. Somebody beeping their horn at me or me having to lay the whore down, horn down because they're not moving fast enough at a red light, I'll just get over it. Yeah. I've driven foolishly in the past. I've gotten mad at people. Mm -hmm. uh, I've, ne I've never really been one to, like, shake my fist. I've done a little tailgating. God, one mm -hmm. time, this I was I, w I had some, bad, some like, interpersonal stuff going on, and I was just not – I was in a very bad place, and I was trying – it was another, like, merging situation. Uh, it was where 695 – no, Route 10 becomes 695. Mm -hmm. It was Route 10. Um <laughs> And I was trying to merge over because I was going to get off of, at the next exit. It's like, you know, the exit for Ritchie Highway is right there. Yeah. Right at the end of the of where the, right pretty much in between 10 and 695, mm -hmm. if such a thing would exist where those highways meet. And this woman in front of me was not letting, she wasn't letting me in front of her or behind her or anything. She was blocking me out. And so then when I got behind her, I started tailgating her and I was like going back. I mean, I never ever ever do anything like that but she just caught she and i really hate selfish drivers i hate it i hate it it's just i you know i've been going on and on about it you know you, you can hide behind anonymity so you're just going to be a jerk just arbitrarily to some stranger that you're never going to have to face and you don't really get anything out of it you might get one mm -hmm. car length ahead at best but sometimes it's not mm -hmm. even about that 
like with this guy. Like, I guess that is ultimately what he wanted, but I don't know. Uh, whatever. So I was, I, 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 I was like going up to her and backing off and going up to her and backing off. Like, it, it was not, it was not safe. Like, I, I it, huh. and then I got pulled over. <laughs> and the, it was a female police officer. And I don't know if it's true, but I have heard that they can be harder on people when they pull them over. I've encountered a variety of male and female, and I guess I can't really say. I've been let off a lot because of the car seat. Like, I would go in, like, five miles over the speed limit or something and not realize it. Like, that kind of thing on what looks like a bigger road than, I guess, the highway administration determines. Um, And, you know... Carcitos, you know, men and women cops, I believe, have both kind of seen that and been sympathetic. So, I mean, that's kind of not fair, but that's cool. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and this woman was like, what? Are you, were you in a hurry? And I was like, no, <laughs> I really wasn't. Like, where are you going? Going to pick up my son? Like, and she's like, what, what was that? And I was, I explained to her what happened. I was like, I was trying to merge over and she was, uh, you know, I, I prefaced it with like, there's no excuse. I'm sorry. <laughs> But, you know, she was doing this and I just, I really hate selfish drivers and I was riding her and I'm really sorry. I know it was wrong and dangerous and I'm sorry. And she was, and you know, she saw I had a clean record. I haven't had any tickets or anything in years. Like I got a perfect, I got a perfect driving record. And she's like, what? why why did you what is going on and i was like well i mean i could tell you that i have some problems going on and i let that get to me here and that wouldn't be an excuse and i'm really really sorry and she was like okay i'm gonna let you go she just let me completely off she's like you realize i can give you a thousand dollars worth of tickets right now like i could burn you he's reckless you know all kinds of stuff she's like but you know you got a clean record and all that you know go you want to make it to pick up your son right you know don't I don't want to see this again. I was like, I love you. (laughs) I think I actually said that. I think I said, I love you. And she said, you don't know me. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Oh man. But, uh, you know, back to the, back to the roads and this guy and everything and the restaurants and people and human nature. To be fair, most people on the road in the restaurant and online are decent, civil people. And that's an important thing to internalize because people are inherently good, I feel. I think any of these, a lot of, a lot of poor behavior stems from weakness. Mm-hmm. It's not usually malice. And if it is malice, that malice usually comes from a weakness too. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not, you know, the, these, these, you know, everybody's flawed and these people, when they treat people bad, they, it's, it, it ultimately is them not being happy with themselves in one form or another for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, people are inherently good and this sentiment is something we should especially remember when faced with the selfish, antagonistic, disgusting scumbags because they do stick out and we shouldn't, we need to try real hard not to let their behavior contaminate our own, you know, let's, you know, try to stay decent. Don't let that kind of behavior become contagious. It is easy to let that happen. Uh, that's how that person became that way. Uh, Unless maybe they have, you know, a brain tumor or something. That's a different, or, you know, some brain damage or something. That's a different. Uh... And also another thing to keep in mind, another thing that I've always, I've kind of 
this is something that's been harder for me to keep in mind more recently in the restaurant. Like I've been finding myself getting more and more frustrated when people are ignorant to me. Like it's, it, it, you know, I, I, t- I, I say I all this, with everything. but I take it. I just, I just, I hate to see people treat each other wrong, whether they're treating me wrong or other people wrong. I can't stand it. I just, I have such a strong sense of justice and what's right and morality. My beef. Not that I'm perfect. I've made a million yeah. mistakes. Like I'm not trying to say that I'm better than anybody. But I really just have a strong sense of justice, and when I see injustice, if, especially if it's a form of a human being treating another human being wrong, like it just, just it's, it disgusts me at this point. Uh-huh. Like it gets harder and harder and harder. I can deal with I've everything. I've seen it so much from yes. so many different angles. I can deal with everything. I can deal with no tipping. I can deal with running me around like crazy. I can deal with a lot of things. Somebody that's just annoying, but I can't deal with disrespect. I, mm. I have a really hard time with it. You disrespect me for no reason. I have a serious problem with you. All I'm trying to do is get you hooked up. I'm trying to get you some good drinks. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get you some good food. You're off. You actually have the right to drink alcoholic beverages if you're of age. You can do whatever you want right now. Mm-hmm. I'm the one working. Mm-hmm. And you're disrespecting me for no reason? We just met. What did All I right. do? Well, here's what we need to do. Because I've, as I said, I've, I've, I used to have this m- more in my mind. Like when people are wrong, you and I are going to try to remember this when we go back to work. And for the next week, we're going to try not to let this bother us as much. We're going to try to remember that when people are nasty to other people, it's their own, they're, they're living in their own hell, mm-hmm. basically. Like, they, they live that. That's how they experience life everywhere they go, mm-hmm. when they treat you like that. So that's something good to keep in mind, because we are lucky enough, or we don't. I have a, I have a pretty sweet life, and you have a pretty sweet life. Life's pretty good. Most of these, these people that treat us like this, their lives are not as good as ours. They might have more money or better better quote-unquote circumstances, but ultimately their circumstances are clearly not better because they wouldn't treat complete strangers like this if they Mm. were. Another thing to keep in mind, and this is probably a related thing, is karma. This is like, you know, that and karma is such a good thing to keep in mind. Like this, the universe will take care of itself. The equal, you know, the... You know, all the good that you give out comes back to you, and all the bad that you give out comes back to you. And these people that treat complete strangers like garbage, their karma is going to come back to them in one form or another. The most dis- the, the most disappointing thing is that you know you might not see it. You'd like to see these people, but that's why you can't. You have to not focus on being full of revenge because I think people who exact revenge on people, they're just asking for more bad karma because it's depending on what we're talking about. Not really your you know the person's place to go get revenge if it's only for revenge's sake. If you're trying to keep someone safe, that's a different story. You know, complicated world. You can mean a million different things. But, um, you know, the, so that, that you have to just, when these people talk to us wrong or whatever, see them talking to other people wrong in the restaurant and out of the restaurant, just keep in mind that it will come back to them. You know, unfortunately, they might not realize that they deserve it. That's, that's what you really want to see. Like, oh, it's because I did this. You know, that doesn't happen, unfortunately. Usually, but you still see over the course of time, you know, you've seen people over the, if you've known people for years and some of them have been kind of crappy, like you'll, you can kind of see how it, it, it really, it really does come back to them in a, mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. And, you know, when, and, and another good, really a key thing to keep in mind, which I think, um, I have, it's something that took me a while to come to is that if bad things happen to you, kind of consider it. Don't, don't try not to get so resentful. Try to relish the opportunity to perhaps pay off some of your karmic debt for any of the bad stuff that you've done in your past. So that's so, and like, we got, we got, we, I, I'd like to think after working for 17 years or however many it was in restaurants that my karmic debt's pretty, uh, 
pretty, yeah. pretty padded. I've <laughs> cashed that one out. I mean, I don't know. I definitely I don't know. have some IOUs. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> what from the customers? Or you? Oh yeah, I, I think. Okay, I've you think you're good? You think karma, you're good? Yeah. Well, then you got a credit. Then that's even better. Yeah. You want to go do some bad stuff? Yeah. <laughs> We're good. I'll just borrow True. some of yours. I don't know. I like to think I'm paid. I'm, I'm up there too. I don't know. I, can, I don't really I can have a checklist. On my, see, because we work it for a very, very busy restaurant. Uh-huh. I mean, so I can literally humans, count. A lot of humans. On about two hands, like, I don't have as many good nights as bad nights. I always have somebody that just really rubs me the wrong way. Mm. And it, it's mostly, it's the disrespect. I just can't believe how, how like, bad people treat other people. Yeah. Mm. Especially strangers. They don't mm-hmm. even know. Like, I, I don't get it. I, think I don't get it. That's the thing that bothers me the most is that... I guess it's just the way people are raised because I just look at it. I was always raised to treat everybody you meet nicely and, you know, just to treat people with respect. And I don't – I feel bad if I even think I talk to somebody, you know, the wrong way. And I just – I'm like, what goes on in these people's minds that they think they can talk to people like that or they can treat people just this way? I just don't understand what's going on in their mind. They just think that's okay. And it just must be something in their brain that's, you know, maybe they had a – bad childhood maybe they just they're treated and they're not treated right at home just whatever it is i just i don't understand it why people think that they could just treat people like that and that's okay and they just go through life in that way and i just don't know what goes through people's minds it's just very we have a large section of maladjusted people and mm-hmm. like a large a large percentage uh, or cross sections or whatever however you want to put it there's a lot of maladjusted people in our mm-hmm. society and they just they're not happy and they take it out on who they can, I guess. Yeah. No, they that's that's just sad. You know, I just feel I just always look at it like I just feel sorry for those people. You know, that's how they live their life miserably every day, you know, treating people with disrespect cuz I can't imagine that they treat people that way and they have a ha- they have happy days. How can you treat people like that all day long and you say, I had a good day today. I treated this person like crap and this person like crap. This is a great day. I feel like, so bad for them. I wish know. they would listen to us to get some perspective <laughs> on life. I, that, would really, that would really make them better, I think. I really do believe in karma, though. That's something I always try to yeah. I always Try keep to keep mind. that in mind. Yeah. So you don't get I really so... do truly believe in karma. I think that what goes so around disgusting. comes around. I think, for the most part, I do have I do have a very good, happy life, and I think that's a lot of my upbringing and how I treat people. I do treat people, pretty much everybody I come into contact with nicely. And I just think that's why, you know, a lot of good things happen, you know? And I just think, you know, it does re- really does, you know, go over, comes you know, back. Come, it comes back to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You treat people that way. I really mm-hmm. do believe that's why they're miserable because yep. they treat people badly and it just comes back on them. And then they're like, why is bad things happen to me? Well, yeah. this is why. And it's a shame because a lot of times when that bad stuff happens in a, a lot they of those people will just, yeah, they'll just they blame all right, the world. all right, well now I deserve even more. I've lost, uh, you know, I've had more bad stuff happen to me. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's still a little bit better uh, for me to steal something else yeah. or do whatever, burn somebody or whatever it may be, treat someone wrong. Mm-hmm. I've been wronged. I think it's all about the mind. The mind is a crazy thing, and just the way people interpret it, I just think it's the way that each individual mind works. It's the way people interpret things that happen to them. You know, a lot of people, I feel like everybody goes through, you know, trials in their life, you know, whether, you know, during childhood and everything. There's always, there's something that people go through, divorce, like abuse, like everything, but it's the way you you handle it. it. And how you you confront your 
demons. Do. Yeah, basically. Yeah. There's a lot of people I've known in life. They've got you look at you can look at so many different people that have gone through. Um, there's many successful people that they had a lot of stuff happen to them when they were kids. But look at you know you just look at them now. They used it. They, they used, used it, it as fuel. Advantage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They overcame it, and then they the strength that mm-hmm. they got from overcoming it enabled them to succeed in a million other ways. Yeah, and but then you look at other people. They use it as a crutch, an excuse. Yeah, I think I saw something on Facebook. It was just like a little cartoon. It wasn't real, but it showed basically like twin brothers that were both, you know, abused as children. One went off to be, you know, look at it like, I'm not going to be like, let this tear me down, and they just went on to be successful, where the other one, you know, took it very hard and decided, like, I was treated like that, I'm going to treat everybody else like that, and they ended up having a hard life. It just showed, like, the difference of people's minds and how they work, and that's, like, the core of Yeah, I mean, people recreate their dysfunctional relationships that are formed very young, especially... And if they if they can't confront what they need to confront about their situation in their mind and unpack those traumas and all that stuff, and too many people are just too scared to take a deep look. And, yeah, they tr- they use it uh, as you know, an excuse I, to try. Or they're just too weak. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, and they don't want to get help from anybody. They don't want to do it. They don't even want to attempt it themselves. It's a shame. It's a shame. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming to our table. Please tell your friends, like, share, retweet us, get this and every show on our network on SoundCloud. Check out the Better Fight Cast on iTunes to get schooled by our MMA historians on the fights, plus the overarching trajectory of the purest, bestest part you can follow. Very soon you should be able to find B-Hall on iTunes as well. Anyone Apple listening? Please, please, please. For now, you can also find it on Podcast Addict. Follow all the shows at Better Hall. That's at Better H-A-W. Follow Joe at Joe News MMA, Sean at MMA underscore Insomniac, even though he's not here because he went to bed. Gabby at Gabby underscore T and me and Matthew J. Better. We love you guys and girls. Peace.